Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The Pew, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. Hey, John. How's it going? It's good going to be well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> I didn't, resp- you I didn't, didn't expect, expect that. I, exactly. <laughs> you thought I was going to not say anything to you for the rest of the show? <laughs> well, you know, just skip over a little bit of what, you know, things, but that's okay, man. That's I'm right. Yeah. That's right, yeah. man. It was good to see you. It's been a few days. I know you had that wonderful trip to Notre Dame. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, you and David a, and a bunch of guys went up there. How was that? It was good. I had a leaky air mattress, so I slept most of on, on an uncomfortable <laughs> like uh, love seat. I hear you. Yeah. Did you get a home without a bed or something? Or like, well, you know, it? I was like, I was like, you, you guys have the beds. You know, I got an air mattress. You know, like one of those fancy sure. aero beds that apparently. Uh, Christy forgot the root. Well, I think she told me after the fact, but you know, we donated it. When I donated, she let our youngest take it to a spend night party. Apparently, they use a trampoline, so uh, it leaks. So she told you after you got 10 yeah, hours, she, away oh, yeah, and had yeah I, forgot, to sleep. I forgot. I think I remember so and so said that it was leaking. You may like, want to invest in some duct tape for that yeah. mattress. Oh, well, Dave and I were trying to, like, while well, well, the, the second night, I were trying to engineer a way to repair it but no what we the limited <laughs> tools we had at the airbnb was wasn't but at help. least you had a roof over your head though i right? did yes so that's something to be thankful for for warm sure <laughs> in michigan in the winter time yes yeah, well cool. and it was warmer than when we went that time yeah. it was 18 degrees and snow in the time we yeah. went a couple of years ago so y'all had a little bit nicer weather but that's actually what we're going to talk about today on the show is weather? really not the weather oh, okay no uh but <laughs> actually actually just being thankful we're going to get into that in a minute this this show is actually going to be called um uh, give give thanks always. Okay. So, and that's based on a couple of things I'll get into in a minute. First, I want to just start off the show by saying thank you, like thank you to everybody that's that's following us, that's um, you know contributing, that's a member, that's that's donating, all those things. I don't stop and say thank you enough for that. And I was thinking there uh, the other day, I was just working and I stopped and prayed and just mm-hmm. started to look at all the names on the list of the narrow road and the people that are donating and. Just the the number of messages and texts that have come through Matt Frad's show, the appearance I did there, and some of these other things have come because of that Keith Nestor show and some other things I've been on. Um, I just I want to say thank you, mm-hmm. you know, for all you guys do. I mean, for ordering the merchandise, for listening to the show, for telling other people about it, for inviting us to your parish, all of the things that you do. It really means the world to us. And you know, very often in ministry, um, you know, and I've told you this, Victor and, and Deacon Jeff and some other people too, but. Um, you know, it can get very lonely in ministry sometimes. And you're thinking about, you know, is, is what we're doing, making a difference is the devil attacks us all in different ways, you know? And so it seems like every time that that happens, there's a message from somebody that comes through. Amy Lynch sent me a three page letter the other day, uh, thanking Angela and I about, um, about telling our story on Frad and, and just the number of times she's listened to it and how, how it just inspires her and all this stuff. And so it seems like every time that that happens that you know the devil starts you know beating on me um just somebody texts or says thank you or this has helped me and so i want to say thank you to everybody we get so busy you know doing the sponsor stuff or talking about the topics and all that but i wanted to take a couple minutes today especially since we're talking about giving thanks right and thank all of you the listeners everybody that's that has shared um the things that we've done that have helped the ones that have shared um that that it saved marriages and and helped them get you know rid of their porn problem or whatever it is 
thank you all from the bottom of my heart for listening because I know there's a million other things out there you could be doing and listening to. So thank you for spending your time here with us. So I want to say that first. And then second of all, I want to go and remind everybody about the pilgrimage that's coming up in 2023 with Father Larry Richards and I. Um, I'm actually going to interview him in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about that and do a kind of promotional video for the the trip and everything. But we're both really excited about it, and there's already a bunch of people that have signed up. Um, so if you do, if you are interested in going, go ahead and go to justagoutinthepew.com. You can go to a book, the book me page. We just redid that page, so <clears throat> excuse me, it's got you know, a place for the pilgrimage where you can go in and sign up through Select Travel's website, but it's also got a place to go and sign up if you want a parish mission. It's got uh, a place to sign up if you're interested in in starting a men's group, all those things. So all of it can be found there. But on that page, Father Larry and I, um, we've got the whole trip there. We're excited about it. We're going to do the episode. We're going to talk more about it. He's going to share about his how many times he's been there and what he loves about it. So keep an eye open for that uh, that, uh, episode that's going to be coming out. Also, I want to tell everybody that um, we have a, some new merchandise coming to the store, too. We're actually having some rosaries made up right now. They're sending them to me in the mail, and I'm going to look at them and see. But they're putting together two or three different designs. I really wanted a rosary that was sort of branded just to get on the pew. Not yeah. like there's just got the pew written all over it, but right. the colors and just something that, like, almost like a rugged rosary type rosary so that guys like that can take. paracord kind of thing yeah it's like a paracord that. and then so they're sending me some different prototypes but we're going to have that coming out and hopefully we get it for christmas yeah. that way if anybody's looking for christmas gifts or anything like that you've got that you've got the mugs the shirts the the koozies and everything so you can find all that at just a guy and and go to the shop button up there at the top uh also the pierce missions we are just, we've been really blessed. We're getting sort of inundated with people calling because of the appearances we've made on different things lately. And, you know, scheduling parish missions all over the country, either to speak to the men and the women or to do something specifically for the men. But all of it is for the result of having me go there and, and, and start men's groups. Mm-hmm. Um, almost every one of these that we're saying yes to is, is that's, that's why we're saying yes because they want to start a men's group and we can train the leaders on actually how to lead men, which a lot of things don't do. A lot of things give you a box. Here's my content. Here's you know the instructions, one through 10, and go. But they don't really train a man on what it means to lead other men. And so you and I both know how that feels. You know, when we started this, we're like, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But you know, the Lord taught us through our mistakes, through our failures, through our successes. And so we're trying to pass that on. So if you're a guy out here that is, has been listening to us and you've got a fire in your heart, in your gut, to um to start something and you feel like the Lord's calling you, reach out. You know, send us an email at just a guy on the pew.com and let us know, you know, where you're from, where your parish is, and if you've talked to your priest and things like that. And let's start working together to help you make uh what your what the Lord's put on your heart a reality. Right? Uh what what the Lord you feel like the Lord's calling you to. I shouldn't have said put on your heart. Deacon Jeff's probably staring knives in the back of my head. <laughs> he right loves now. that but <laughs> air quotes. He's yeah. like, Does that hurt? Does that yeah. hurt when it's on your heart? On your Does heart, it feel yeah. heavy? Leaves a mark. Is it hard to breathe? Yeah. But um <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, like let us know and then we can help. We can start there. You know, if you I can get a call with you, we can talk about your desires there and then we can get with the priest and start scheduling something. But we love to do that and I think that's what the Lord is specifically calling us to. And that's we know, Victor, that mm-hmm. when we start helping men return to what they were supposed to be in the first place. These mm-hmm. wonderful, you know, 
servant leaders of their family, of the church, of other people, then the family starts to be changed, the church starts to be changed, and the world starts well, to be changed. Well, it's amazing healing that you see before your eyes, and that's the benefit of it. Right. So that's if you're interested in that at all, if, you, if you've listened to Victor and I, and you, you say, man, I want something like that. I want a place where I can go into a room and leave my mask at the door and be myself and be loved and accepted no matter what I've done, you know, what, no matter what's going on in my life, then we'll help you do that. Mm-hmm. So you can figure all that out. You can sign up for it. You can email us at justaguyinthepew.com, but you can go to the website and fill out the book me page there. That'll go to my assistant Amy and myself, and we'll get in contact with you. And we would love to just come and do this across the country. We really think that's what God's calling us to do. So, all right, let's get into the show now. So I asked guys the other day, um, just, hey, what, what are you guys dealing with, right? What, 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 what are you men out here you know, running into in your life? What are you struggling with? What what kind of things are you dealing with in your life that you'd like to hear us talk about? And it's funny because no matter how many times I ask that, it's always the same sort of stuff. You know, addiction, porn, drinking too much, um, you know, all, all sorts of different things like Anger, that. Anger, whatever, right. stress, yeah. yeah. Yeah, lust is usually like the first one. Yeah. But there's a lot of, you know, stress. And in mm-hmm. fact, I had some guys, uh, you know, type on the Facebook, the private messenger for members, um, and if you want to be a part of that, again, guys, you can go to justagallinpew.com, sign up for the narrow road there, get in the community and become a member. But um, we have a group for the members, and some of them said, you know, how to, how to rely on grace, mercy, and faith to let go of disordered attachments that we don't have the strength to overcome. You know, uh, lack of trust or fear, facing, the, facing a challenge or shame. Uh, another guy says, waiting for God's next move in our lives, such as a promotion, a career change, a new ministry. And then another one even said daily stress that helps affect our, that, that affects our prayer life. Sure. Well, I started thinking about all those. I was like, man, I can address those in each a different episode. And, you know, I, I just started looking at the calendar and I saw obviously Thanksgiving's not far off. Right. So we've got a couple of weeks left till Thanksgiving. And, and I just started kind of centering around that. And I started thinking about all these things that I've experienced in my own life that they're talking about, the stress, the addictions, the lust, all those things. And most of the time those things come when I, I'm not appreciating what God has given me. You know, when, I, when I, I'm looking at what I don't have, a scarcity mm-hmm. versus the abundance that God has given me. And so that's why this episode's called Give Thanks Always. Because you know that, that, uh, G, you know, that St. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 16 through 18, Rejoice always, pray constantly, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So often, Victor, like we look around and, and, you know, we live here in America where we're we're so blessed, right? You can do what you want, say what you want, be who you want most of the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. nowadays there's cancel culture and all that other stuff you got to be wary of. But for the most part, like we have so much, even the the least of us have more than what most people have around the world, right? In these third world countries and things. And because we have so much, we, we could forget to be thankful for what we do have, right? Just the, 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 the normal everyday things like hot water mm-hmm. you know a house that keeps you you know warm whether you can pay your your heat bill or not you're not out in the elements right um the clothes you have on your body the fact that that you can do and say what you want that you can you can go and, and do what you want wherever you please we we take these things for granted and we start to instead of focus on the things that we should be grateful for and the abundance and the the bountiful things that God's given us in our life, we start to focus always on what we don't have, the lack thereof. Well, if I only had this, right? And and so that's why I think a lot of times these things that guys are talking about, it all stems from the fact of we're focusing on what we don't have, right? When when we're unhappy in our life, we turn to lust, to porn, to addictions, to drinking, to all these things because we're not focusing 
on actually what God has done for us and is mm-hmm. doing for us in our life. So that's what I want to talk about today is it's because I know in my own life, I have to stop myself every day. And when I'm starting to complain or I'm starting to gripe or I feel as if I'm starting to go down that downward slope towards negativity, the one thing that always brings me back to a good spot is when I stop and go, what, what am I complaining about? Right? What am I? And I'm not saying that somebody that's addicted or has a, a problem with lust is it's just as simple as saying thank you. But I think that it's one of those things that helps turn our attention back on what we do have instead of you know subscribing to what the world wants, which is always telling you, what do you not have? You should have that. Why don't you have that? If you had that, you'd be happy. If you just could have this way of life, if you could drive that car, if you could. And so we stress and we worry and all these things. But in actuality, that's why we hear in the Bible so much, and we'll hear some other verses and quotes here in a minute, but we hear about how important it is to return thanks for the things that we do have. Well, I think a lot of us forget that we are written into the story of redemption of life, yeah. you know, which is the, you know, Christ came down to redeem all of us, and we get so uh, drawn off on the sense of the tactic, marketing tactics of the enemy that we believe that we're not good, that we're not uh, redeemed, or we're not worthy to be redeemed. And, and like we're saying, all those distractions, I mean, part of it is, is the vessel we live in. The soul dwells within a vessel, which is called the flesh, right? So we, we're always battling anger, frustration, stress, anything emotional that comes up that w- will take us from that story that we're part of. Right. And, and we'll be distracted and, and forget who we're supposed to be, who we really are. And, and we can go down that track to where we're always, you know, rethinking of, of what we deserve. And like I said, again, the marketing tactics of the enemy will take and try to steal, kill, and destroy anything that is positive within you, you know, and that's the thing we always have to be aware of. Right. Because that, that's something that, you know, if we're not careful, uh, we'll go into a depressive sense of attitude towards our faith. Sure. Because we'll feel like nothing is, is, is coming my way, I'm not being blessed. Because we're we're not focused on the blessings, small blessings we have. Like you know, my story. You know, I had major back surgery and could have been gone either way, where I've been paralyzed or not. You know. Yeah. But getting up and like you know taking a shower, getting up and folding clothes, being able to walk, right? Being yeah. able to walk. <laughs> those small things, getting the car and drive where I want to go to. These are things we all have the capability of doing. You mm-hmm. know, at this moment, for me at least. And so I've I've tried to realize how how blessed I am that I can still pick my daughter up. Right, carry her when she's sleeping. You know, no, things a, those, those things we need to focus no, on. No, that's too. a that's yeah. a great point. I mean, yeah. somebody close to me right. just found out that they have ALS, right? And so there's nothing you can do for that, right? right? I mean, there's things that can make you more comfortable or maybe prolong it a little bit, but eventually you're basically going to be paralyzed yeah. and, and and eventually pass from it. And you know, it started out with one day they just had some pains and, and things were feeling off. Not mm-hmm. so much pain, but like something's not moving the way I'm, I'm asking it to move or, right. you know, my body's not reacting. And and then like they go to the doctor and a couple of days later they find out like you've got something that you're going to die from, right? And and it's not like when you find out you got brain cancer and you got two weeks to live. This is something you may live with for 25 years of your Suffering, life and then right. Mm-hmm. right and go through it. And, and, you know, it just, when things happen like that, we... We could just spend so much of our time actually acting like spoiled brats a lot. And mm-hmm. I hate, I'm talking about myself as much as I'm anybody else. Always focusing on what we don't have or what we didn't get or how we should have had this. And if God really loved us, he would have given us this and all of that. And and then you see something like that happen and you're like, you know what? I may not have the job I want. I may not 
I may have to deal with a lot of stress in my life. I may have be going to a, a point in my life right now where there's just a lot of crap that that I didn't ask for, right? Sure. That that I, I don't want to deal with. But the fact is, like, I'm going to be able to, as far as I know, walk the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to need someone to to carry me to the restroom to 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 do all of these things that people, so many people in our world have to have to depend on people mm-hmm. for, and and we just miss so often. These, these base level things that God has blessed us with, right? An intellect, you know, and, 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 a, and a healthy heart and, and uh, you know, living in a place where we can provide for most for the most part. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have an iPhone or, or something that was very expensive that you're able to have in your life, you know, that you're listening on because God has is, is been blessing you in so many ways. But so often we just don't count those things. We go, well, yeah, but I just, it's almost right. like we say, well, it's I deserve It's not the blessing that. that I want. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, well, yeah, but that's just a thing. Right. Yeah, but it's a thing that 90% of the other people in the world don't have. Mm-hmm. And it's the reason why, like, when you, you, you flip it over by National Geographic or Discovery or something, and they're doing like a documentary documentary in a Haiti or, right. or an African village, and you see these kids where you can count every rib on their body, and you can see their spine, and they haven't eaten in weeks. And they're smiling and laughing and playing mm-hmm. because they understand that like they're alive that day and they have friends and, and they're breathing and running and playing and they're not looking at what they don't have. And our culture, especially in the Western Hemisphere, man, in the Western part of the world, we're always looking at what we should have gotten, what I should have been given, what I should have uh, deserved, right? And all of those things. And the devil just gets in all that. And he starts to just stir it all up, right? Like you said a minute ago, I should have this. I, mm-hmm. I, I deserve this. And and he paints it this way so that we start going, well, I didn't get that. And I didn't get this. And and I would certainly be happier if I only had that. And all of a sudden, they, they, he starts to teach us basically that, or that, that God isn't good. We forget about how good God is, mm-hmm. right? When my mother died, I blamed God and I yelled at him. I'm like, I hate you. Because you took something from me. Instead of saying, Lord, thank you for the the 37 years I got with this wonderful woman, right? This right. this woman that made such an impact on my life. She was a who was a faithful servant to her. Right. To him. Right. Yeah. Instead of yeah. God, why did you I, I deserve more time and she deserves more time? Right. And we always start to turn, and that's what the devil wants. And we have to we have to remember that in all things, whether you are struggling with an addiction or stress in your life or all these things that the devil is always trying to get you to turn from God in mm-hmm. every one of it. And the thing that keeps us turning back towards God is always remembering to be grateful, to be thankful for what God has given us in all things. And it's hard. I'm not saying this is easy. Right. It is very, very difficult when you're in a crappy situation to say, thank you, Lord, for letting me go through this crappy situation. Right. It's hard to reverse that thought. Yeah. Right. right. But you always, if you always look and you go, you know what? No matter where I am right now, there's someone that has it worse than me. Mm-hmm. And not to make yourself feel better, but just to understand your situation. Like this isn't as bad as what I think it is. And and I should be, if I'm grateful for my life, that means I want to live the life that Christ called me to because I'm thankful for what he's done for me. And and this is the piece I think is missing a lot between those of us that are walking through mundanely through life and routinely and just taking for granted what we have and and falling into traps and vices and everything else is because at the end of the day, we we don't we don't thank God for the things that we have. And I mean, every morning I get up and I do the prayer I've told you about before. You know, Lord, thank you for waking me up today. Thank you for allowing me to breathe. Thank you for giving me to you know another day with my wife and my children. Thank you for allowing me to serve you today. And so t- sometimes I can hear in my head, you say the same thing every morning. Like, aren't you original? Don't you think God's sick of this prayer by now? 
And it's the devil, again, mm-hmm. trying to get you to stop saying thank you for things. But it's that very thing that puts my focus on God all day long every day is that I start my day with him and I'm like, thank you. Thank you. I know I've got a crappy thing to do today, right? I've got I've got to take care of sick kids or or I'm sick myself or I've got to go do a job I hate or I've got to do something. But at the end of the day, that job you hate puts food on the table and provides for your family, right? That, 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 that kid being home sick that messed up your plans for the day is an extra 24 hours you get to spend face-to-face with your child, mm-hmm. right, that we take for granted so often. So I just... I may sound like I'm harping on this, but I think so often we we look at what we don't have and we we look at things that are being done to us instead of being grateful that we're alive to have things done to us, right? To have things happen to us and to get to experience life. And and that's why I think we hear St. Paul so many times say things like the first verse I talked about. And then, you know, in Ephesians 520, he says, always and for everything, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always and in everything, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Like if we remain thankful and we make gratitude one of the greatest things in our life which is what thanksgiving the holiday is supposed to be about right Mm -hmm. is is the thanksgiving of those original pilgrims that came to this country and and left oppression and had religious freedom and all of these things and then the gifts of that they they received from the native americans who helped them survive right right all of those things they were simply thanking god and other people for the things that they had Mm -hmm. And, and so often Thanksgiving and those things can just turn into football and food and all that stuff. Or a little play at school. Right, know, or a yeah. two-second right. prayer to God before right. you gorge yourself all day. Right. But like in our life, always we should be in a constant state of thanks. And and I mean, even in Hebrews 12, 28 through 29, it says, Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be... Um, you cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. And what does it mean, a consuming fire? Like, why would you say that in that sentence? When we're grateful, we appreciate God, and we're returning that thanks for the love he's shown us. We're showing him love, and the love of God starts to consume us, mm-hmm. right? And everything in our life, the addictions we might be involved in, we start to look away from them because I don't need that crutch anymore. God is good to me, and I'm thankful to him, and I'm going to go live my life in a way that is thankful. You know, the job that I have that I hate, I can now turn my opinion towards you know, you know what, I, I, this may not be what I wanted to do in my life, but this is where God has me. And it's, as I said, providing for my family and the way of life, and we have a roof over our heads, and we have insurance, and we have all these things that so many people don't that we take for granted. And so, you know, you, you look to the saints, and the saints understood this. I mean, you have, you know, you have St. Ambrose that said, no duty is more urgent than that of returning thanks. No duty, right? Like, he didn't say, um, you know, going to Mass every day and, and all this stuff. Those are all good things. I'm not knocking that. Mm-hmm. But he's saying right there, like, the first thing we do is to give thanks. And you give thanks when you go to Mass. You give thanks when you say a rosary. You give thanks when you're praying. You give thanks when you spend time well, you appreciating what you sign have. Sign the cross. That's a right. show appreciation. Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, St. Augustine said, Oh, my God, let me remember with gratitude and confess to thee thy mercies towards me. Right? Instead of focusing on the injuries, the hurts, the pains, the wounds, the faults, Lord, thank you for everything in my life. And again, this isn't like waving some kind of wand. And I, I don't want you to think I walk around all day going, well, thank you for that, God. You know, my son walks up and shoots me where it hurts with a Nerf gun or something. And yeah. and I go, thank you for that shot to the, you know, whatever. Ribs, but right. <laughs> Kidneys. You know, it's yeah. not about that. But it, it's just literally kind of trying to have that, that constant mindset mm-hmm. of, Lord, you are good. Right, because the devil's trying to convince us all day long that he's not. You're good, and though this didn't turn out my way, you know the the, the ball didn't roll this way, right? The, I, the the dice didn't turn out. You know, I didn't hit sevens on that roll. Whatever it is, 
that we know that we have a good God that cares for us and loves us. Again, St. Gianni, uh, Gianni says, the secret of happiness is to live moment by moment and to thank God for what he is sending us every day in his goodness, right? But how often do we do that? Mm -hmm. We fixate so much on the negative and we wonder why we're depressed and why we're on medication and why we're diving into vices and all those things. Sometimes when the devil comes knocking on me when I'm, I'm struggling with a podcast or or money's not around when we need money for something or, you know, it, it, I, I start to go negative and then I, I've started trying to get in a habit where I, I almost slap myself and go, dude, what do you, you have a job where you can do what you want all day long. You want to go eat lunch? You can go eat lunch. You want to go stare at the sun all day long mm -hmm. outside? You can, you know, whatever you want to do. God's put you in a place in your life. Be grateful for that. Don't, don't hate the struggle. Don't, don't, um, don't be mad at God because something didn't go your way. Don't go throw yourself in devices. Be thankful. And when you have that, that, that concentration towards that, then you're not as apt to fall into these other things, the stress and all this. Mm -hmm. Those are part of life. But when you can be thankful about everything in your life, then the stresses aren't as bad. Right. Well, I mean, and the thing is we're, we're continuing to give the strength to knowing that, that God is always with us no matter where we feel abandoned or not. We're not. You know, there's always going to be stress. There's always going to be issues with finances. There's always going to be something where you're hungry, you're frustrated, you're tired. I mean, that's what this body reveals to us whenever we do something too much or, or we're not focused on what we're supposed to be. You know, that's you know, not separating the flesh and the spirit in the sense of that the flesh is bad. Totally, it's not as a gift to things that, that we experience with the sure. flesh. But the thing is, is that don't be driven by it. You know, know who's in control. And that's God and, you know, your spirit to do exactly the goodness that you're supposed to be here for. You know, to help others, to serve others, and to promote the gospel, to right. spread the word of good news. And to rejoice even in your suffering, right? Yeah. right? To be thankful even for the fact that, I, that you were found worthy to suffer. That's right. what it says in the gospel, right? That, that you were found worthy to su suffer in Hebrews chapter 12. Because Jesus himself suffered. And it's an opportunity to tie ourselves to that. But often we don't want the suffering. We want to reject it. We want to numb the pain with drugs, alcohol, over-the-counter drugs, um, a high of some sort. And mm -hmm. you know, we start looking forward to things in our lives, that just something to get out of the mundaneness and the dullness of our life. Instead of just, just saying, Lord, like I, I don't like this and I wish this wasn't happening or I wish this situation wasn't like this or I wish my job was better, whatever it is. But to say thank you. Like thank you for thank you for choosing to wake me up today. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you for the family I have, for the money I have in my pocket, for the car that gets me to work. If we start to look at it, it sounds so juvenile and so childish. You know, like you'd be something a kindergartner teacher was telling a kid, but really it's something that we need to know for all of our life because if we're living in that Thanksgiving. If we're living in being thankful to God in all things, then we don't have time to be negative. So in the words of Blessed Solanus Casey, thank God ahead of time. If we live that way and we think that way all the time, then our lives will be as good as we want them to be. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, so often in our lives, our thoughts move to what we don't have, what we didn't get, or the fact that we don't feel the way we want to. The devil has a way of making us concentrate on our perceived deficits instead of rejoicing in how blessed we truly are. Help us to never forget your love for us and the great links you've gone to for us. And Father, whenever we begin to fixate on the negative or to turn our attention to what we're lacking, remind us of just how much we have to be thankful for. In the name of the Father, Father Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit amen. amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.